My name's Jan Wormsley. I was the consultant commissioned to author Units 1 and 3 of this course. Using a drama rather than a documentary, I suppose you could say it's cheating in a way because you can structure the drama to say what you need it to say. But I wouldn't accept that it's cheating. Actually, it's using material based in research undertaken by Joyce Kivai in 2002 into caring trajectories by families in Scotland. And we chose one of these families. We anonymised it. We took some liberties. We made things happen more quickly or we created dramatic incidents when perhaps they'd been more mundane. But we actually followed this family's story from beginning to end and we wrote a drama around it. So it was something I felt very proud of doing, actually. Anne and Angus have become part of the student sort of everyday conversation and that's what we meant to happen. That was our intention. Let's give them something human to hold on to and uh, that makes learning much easier. One of the main points was that we wanted a course on health and social care to start not with medical or technical ideas. We wanted it to start with, well, what is caring actually like? And most caring happens in families. Believe it or not, about 75% of people over 90 still live in private households. So most people, despite what we might think, still live in their families or supported by families and friends or independently, if you like well into the very advanced age. It means there are a lot of people doing caring jobs who aren't paid carers, who aren't qualified, who are friends or much more normally family. And we wanted students to recognise this. This tends to get forgotten. You know, you're working in a hospital or a residential home and that's what your reality is and you forget that actually most of the work is actually done somewhere else. Most of the job of caring is done by people who aren't paid and who aren't trained and who are sometimes struggling to discharge their responsibilities. So that was the reason we started with what is what used to be called informal care or caring in families. Secondly, we wanted to bring out the... I suppose it's the stresses and strains of caring. We wanted to bring to life the fact that caring is often about somebody you know and love deteriorating... And you don't want to recognise that this is a problem. You don't want to recognise that maybe they're moving into really serious illness or death. And so you struggle on and you fight on and you don't ask for help. And this is the classic family trajectory, that you get kind of slide into it without noticing. And that the way formal services respond can be enormously important for enabling those people to carry on or not. There, as in Anne's case, and she's quite young to be a carer, more carers are over 50, but Anne is sort of struggling with both sides of the caring equation, if you like, the older person and her her daughter, and also trying to be a wife as well and be herself. And so there's this stress and conflict of roles and competing demands on her, which lead with Anne and with many people, not everybody, nothing's, this isn't typical, but it's not that unusual either, to possibly depression, ill health, having to give up your job, financial problems, relationship problems, all sorts of consequences of having to focus on this person who 
is getting older and more disabled. At the same time, we wanted to, I suppose, get people to empathise with what it feels like to be Angus, to be the person who is losing his grip on life, his ability to eat and go to the toilet by himself and the lack of dignity and the frustration that that entails. So those were key issues that we were trying to bring out. And as I say, the the other part was we're moving in in the later part of the drama to how to services respond to this. How can somebody in Anne's situation be supported in a way that enables her to carry on? I mean, this is policy now. It's much more policy from for governments to support carers than it is to put people in an expensive residential facility or to leave them in hospital for long periods. That's A, seen as not respectful of life, and B, seen as very, very expensive. We just can't afford it. So policy is about supporting people to care better, longer. And it often isn't actually carried out into practice as well as it might be. They're often very slow to respond, and that certainly comes out in the drama. And then there's the negotiation. You're letting somebody into your house. You've not been used to having somebody in your house, sort of having to make that their workplace. And what do you expect of them? What do they expect of you? Can you ask them to do things, or are they very constrained in what they can do? To what extent can they mould their behaviour to your needs and the needs of the person that needs care? So those were all the um, all the learning points that we were quite keen to get into the into the drama. You need to understand the system in order to help people access it, and the system is quite complicated. <laughs> there are a number of sort of hoops you have to jump through. One is getting an answer from your local adult social services or community care services, whatever. The second one is going through an assessment and if you aren't in a category that has a critical need because of funding restrictions, you will find that very difficult. You may well be screened out from support from formal services unless you really are, your situation is such that um, your caring situation is likely to break down unless something is done. So I think it's very important if you're in a sort of advocacy or friendship or support role to help people understand that but the other bit is that there's a lot of help around and found a carers group and that was hugely helpful she found a parkinson's disease support group almost all of these long-term conditions as they're called parkinson's motor neuron disease stroke ms have a network of support groups I and mean, they vary in their quality obviously but go out and find some other people you can share with and a lot of solutions are private solutions. So the other part is thinking about, well, what other resources are there around if you can't access the system that, that local authorities operate? We wanted a happy-ish ending. <laughs> and there aren't always quite such happy endings. I mean, the, the care worker that Angus and Anne get is really wonderful and responsive and very warm. Many care workers are, some aren't. And one of the tensions for people who are home carers is that they're given a care plan. They have to work to a care plan. And the care plan is what they're assessed as needing. The family might want something different. This particular woman was quite skilled in negotiating that tension and managed to sort of adapt what she did 
in a way that the family found more acceptable and enabled her to really become a, a support to the family. The other bit is that um, I'm a great believer that stories are a great vehicle for learning. And this case study should help students begin to use their own experience as learning vehicles. That's the other idea. Start reflecting on what you see and do every day. One of the things that courses like this do is give students a language. They might feel things or think things, but actually gives them the language to put them into words that other people can understand. So this case study gives people the words of informal carer, it gives them knowledge about roles. It gives them insight into the words that research uses, burden, stress, those kinds of things. And it therefore enables them to begin to put their own experience into a bigger context and perhaps become more effective. Certainly one of the things almost all students say when they start this sort of study, well, I thought that before, but I didn't know how to say it and I didn't know it was wrong. And learning gives them the confidence to say, actually, I don't think we should be doing it like this because X, Y and Z. So that's why I think stories help, because it enables people to bring learning right into their own experience. And from there, you can travel a very long way. From the Open University. For more information, go to www.open.ac.uk forward slash use.